Even more thoughtfulness, just one simple act or word can generate new friendships, cause a plan to develop or a garden to grow. Who knows where your thoughtfulness will lead? You never know. Be thoughtful today. And I know of another thoughtful individual as we turn our attention to a chat with Christine Tucci Osorio from School District 622. I know that uh, Christine is really thoughtful. You should see the uh, sometimes, I believe, unintentioned mentoring that takes place when Christine Tucci Osorio and students are in the same space. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. I'm just, I'm still thinking about the jumping jack flash color of the day. Shantel, did you think of that during this thunderstorm this morning? I was like, I, I, I'm really digging this color of the day that uh, makes you have to guess what color it is. <laughs> Isn't it creative. incredible? I dig it. I love it. I did. I, it was a storm, I guess. I don't know. It just popped in my head. I love it. I love it. Oh, so now the curtain is pulled back. This is not a like deep research. No, I, I, no, it never has been. There was a time that I there was, there was a time that I studied the studied the Crayola crayon colors though, and I would go off of the Crayola crayon colors, and then over time I just started creating my own color of the days. Wow. I think that I think they're deeper and more meaningful when they come from Chantel's brain. Personally, I think they're awesome. There you go. There you go. So with Crayola crayons and all the rest of it, uh, are those going to be passe now as we start a brand new school year, Superintendent? Oh, my goodness, yes. And you know what? Um, there are districts like mine that start school on Monday. You know, wow. this is, we're one of the rare, well, you know, not so rare, but some of our districts are actually starting before Labor Day this year. Um, and Labor Day is extremely late. It's as late as it could possibly be. So our school district starts on Monday. Today's our last day of teacher preparation before school starts. So um, our students are, most of our students are actually beginning in distance learning for a couple of weeks. Um, except for some of our special education sites that actually come back right away in a hybrid model. So, you know, right now we're talking, we're, we're really communicating with families that routines are so important. You know, sometimes when you do distance learning, it's, it's hard to get into that routine. It's a little different than waking up to catch your school bus every day. And, you know, this is true for districts everywhere. It's going to be very different than last spring. You know, last spring we were all thrown into distance learning, like, on a dime. It was pretty quick, and a lot of work students were doing was pretty independent. But this year, and this is everywhere, students are going to have schedules. They're going to have to get online, and they're going to be, like, face-to-face online, Zooming with their teachers. You keep hearing this word synchronous out there all the time. Synchronous means you're online, face-to-face, talking to your teachers and your classmates. So... Um, kids everywhere are going to have schedules. They're going to have to get up and get used to that again. So, you know, we're trying to tell parents, you know, unlike last spring where it was kind of a little bit more independent, this time you're going to have to really get into a schedule, get to bed on time, wake up on time. You know, and the other thing, too, is everybody's got to really figure out a workspace for every kiddo in their family, and I know it's not easy. Trust me. For some of us who worked from home during that COVID crisis, I know we were we were tag-teaming on who got the kitchen table and who got <laughs> the dining room table, and, and we were moving around each other all the time. But try to find a space for everybody where they keep their stuff and so they're not, you know, just trying to find a spot every day. Eat healthy, get on schedule. Um, you know, something I also recommend for kids and kids to do is set up a whiteboard or a wall calendar. You know, for me, my own kids, I've got a high school senior and a college junior. So my two kids, my daughter is in college, and ever since she was in high school, we got her a big whiteboard that she put on her wall, and it was kind of her schedule for the week. And actually, she, it's a, she has a monthly calendar on it. And 
ever since she started college, year to year, she continues to do that. She loves that whiteboard. And it's a good way to keep track of, like, when she, you know, in college, you have to be in class certain days, other days not. And it's really important. And my son has picked up on that. And he's in he's in high school, but especially, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays, you might have to be on a, a live, synchronous, or Zoom class with your teacher. And Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're on with a different teacher. And it's so important. Like, I suggest people post it on a wall somewhere so that you can really keep track of it. So figure out ways to, to take care of other distractions. The other thing I always tell kids is get rid of other dis- other tech distractions. The other thing, too, is if you've got a computer, sometimes if you have too many tabs open, like, you know, you've been on different pages and you have lots of tabs open, it will slow your computer down. And it will glitch out when you try to Zoom with your classmates or something. So close those other tabs. And then when you are in a class discussion with your teacher, um, don't be the kid who's just on another device. Like, look at the screen. Nod when the teacher's talking. Just like you would do in class. Nod, raise your hand, um, thumbs up, do things like that to show that you're engaged and you're listening because those are the same things you would do in a regular classroom. you got to do it in a virtual environment too. So all those routines getting back into, but it's really different in an online environment. Right, for sure. And can you give us advice for students and families um, or, or, or as you give advice to students and families anyway? What are your teachers most nervous about right now, even the students? Any nerve-wracking uh, uh things you've been hearing from students and, and teachers? Oh, my goodness. You know, as, as nervous as students and parents are about figuring all this out, i got to promise you, our teachers, I think, are far more worried than most students. Not all students, because there's a few who are really, really nervous, but the teachers are really, really nervous right now. Um, you know, teachers are, by for the most part, they're just really planful people. They want everything to go smoothly, and one of the hardest things for a teacher is the unknown, right? So there are teachers with years of experience, and they've perfected the art of teaching. They have everything figured out, how to have everything go smoothly on day one and the last day of school. They've figured it all out, and everything has just changed for them right now. And I've seen teachers in tears, I mean, literally just in tears, because it's just so new to them and trying to figure out how to do deal with it all and they never ever thought they would be in this situation they're teachers who are retiring just because it's so overwhelming right now so we have to really be thinking about them right now as well um they're very nervous one thing i hear a lot is they're worried their technology won't work what if they're in front of a group of students and all of a sudden their computer freezes up and and i've talked to them and said you know that might happen and that's okay, and it'll be okay if that happens, you know. Um, and we have to let students know ahead of time that could happen, and if that happens, what should you do? Continue on with the work you started, and when the teacher the teacher will send you guys an email when they can and let you know what's going on next, right? Um, so teachers like students are afraid of failure. Teachers don't want to fail either. So teachers are also worried about their health and safety. So when we do get into hybrid and students start coming to class, they're afraid. What if students don't wear their masks? They're worried, what if their own fellow teacher colleagues don't report COVID exposure, right? So they went to a big wedding and a whole bunch of people were there and, and they don't tell each other that this happened. They're all concerned about how are we going to know if somebody's been exposed to COVID? I mean, they're very concerned. You know, we have teachers who have in their own homes people who are medically fragile or immune compromised. And let's keep this in mind, too. For some of our teachers who maybe would teach from home during distance learning, you know, that Internet-based learning, online learning, they also have child care issues of their own. So many of our own teachers 
um, and this is true for our school nurses, paraprofessionals, even bus drivers, principals, they are also parents too. So um, when some districts are fully online, if people do work from home, they may have their own kids at home too that they're juggling and, and working around. So their daycares may be closed. And so, um, you know, a teacher who's trying to teach an online class and then all of a sudden your baby's crying, that can't be easy either, right? So lots of stresses that don't normally exist in their day or their dog starts barking, right? Because there's an Amazon delivery, you know, all those things. <laughs> teachers don't, you know, they, teachers really work hard at doing a good job and they don't, they don't want things to not go well. So it's it's stressful for them, very stressful for them. Well, it's interesting. And uh, before we wrap up, uh, well, let's let's do this. Do you have a final thought? Then I have a personal question for you. Oh, perfect. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, my final thought actually has a little bit to do with what your word of the day was. Your word of the day was forgive. And I thought, wow, that fits exactly with what I've been thinking a lot about this week. Mm-hmm. You know, more than anything, we all just need to show each other some grace right now, um, some patience. You know, I was talking to a colleague yesterday who works in our district office, and she had been just given some pretty harsh words from a couple of teachers she was trying to support. Um, they were kind of venting at her. And she was really kind of processing with me her real frustration with that. And then she was also telling me that she was feeling that she, she works in our district and lives in another district. And she was telling me how she started feeling frustrated with somebody in her other district as a parent. And she goes, wait a minute. I caught myself because I thought, well, I'm a parent. i got to remember the role they're in right now, too. And, and, and she goes... She goes, and then all of a sudden it reminded her of someone that had recently passed away that she cared about who told her, you know, sometimes people just come out sideways. And what she meant was that people might feel anxiety or have have stuff going on, and they may take it out on you, but it doesn't mean that it's really about you. And you know what? Ever since she told me that the other day, I've been thinking about that phrase. People just sometimes come out sideways. Because mm. isn't that true? So whether you're an administrator, teacher, parent, an auntie, or a daycare provider, I'm just going to say we got to, let's try to assume positive intentions of other people. Um, this is one of the craziest and difficult time, most difficult times in our, our lives, and sometimes people around us are just going to come out sideways. So let's try to show some grace, and as your word of the day said, let's try to show some forgiveness, too. Well, and forgive yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. So really quickly. I love yeah. words. I, I don't know if you know, I just am in love with words. And you said synchronous this morning. So the opposite of synchronous is what? Asynchronous. Oh, my gosh. I just love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, what's so interesting, because teachers, we use this kind of jargon all the time. And and I, I did a town hall meeting online uh, last week. And, um, by the way, anybody listening, you can see our town hall meeting. We posted it all online, so you can go watch it. But... You know, a parent, it, all of that stuff gets posted in our documents, and a parent actually flat out said, what does synchronous mean? And I said, I'm so glad you asked that question. You know what I mean? We throw those words around, and sometimes we don't explain that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, since you love words so much, I also did a town hall meeting last week in Spanish. So, let me tell you, because I also speak Spanish and did the same town hall meeting in Spanish, the word synchronous in Spanish is synchronous. Ah. And guess what the Spanish word for asynchronous is? Asynchronous. <laughs> Isn't that fun? The same syntax. All right. That's all right. Yeah. That's very good. Well, 
chatting with Christine. This is always so delightful, and we can't thank you enough for being with us and helping our young minds to get ready for next Monday. Wow, that's、uh, really exciting. And I know, even with the pandemic, this is an exciting time as you return to education in the fall. Thank you for being with us this morning. It sure is, and, and you know what? Hopefully, our community will calm down. Right? You know, all the Minneapolis stuff going on. Maybe, maybe people will just focus back on. On good stuff again if we can get back into life routines again. Absolutely. Hopefully. Thank you so much,、mm-hmm. Christina. We appreciate you. Take care and have a great weekend. Her own personal words、mm-hmm. of encouragement for us this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Love her, love her. Always a nice time to chat with Christine. Indeed. Tucci Osorio.